This is a Speakeasy production. on Stardust and Dragons. Our heroes made a daring escape from the mines before delivering Estrella the key to Jura's heart. The designer queen rewarded them handsomely with favorite access to Aphrodisia and a new mechanic shop for Lucky. Things are finally looking up as our story continues. What's up, everybody? Now that I've stumbled my way through yet another intro, <laughs> welcome, everyone, to yet another episode of Stardust and Dragons. I am your host, as always, Brandon Hatcher. And as always, we have our wonderful cast with us. Say what's up to the people, guys. What's up, people? What's up? Oh, we are so bad. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, we got, buddy. We're, we're we got so Christian bad, Hatcher guys. Playing, uh, playing Brendan Dyingheart. That is me. I am the half of the two short men and half a man as well. Yes, and where would one half be without the other? We got Dan Wood over here playing uh, Flip O'Donnell. Oh, I'm just so happy to be back. Oh, it's already feeling warmer already. Yes, yes indeed. Uh, we have Raina McGuire here playing Constance. How you doing? <laughs> and rounding off our illustrious cast, we have Max Morin playing uh, Lyrax proud man. <laughs> I don't know why you hesitated, but yes. Hello, everybody. Uh, I'm Max. I play Lyrax, the, the titular character, the pretty kitty himself. Yes. All right. So, just going to dive right back in, man. Uh, as I said, things are looking up for our fledgling little party. Um, In the days since you met with Estrella, uh... Things were pretty good. Um, Lucky got a new shop. Um, again, called uh, Lucky's Fix Em Up Two. Uh, <laughs> in a, in homage to his first shop, uh, he's of course uh, he's of course incredibly happy. Um, he's got some new hires coming in, and he's already got customers, uh, which is pretty great. Um, the Tipsy Weaver is thriving. A full house every night, much to May's delight. Uh, she's able to uh, hire a couple of part-timers as well, some uh, some uh, little high schoolers um, to do some part-time work. And of course, you know, her motherly side uh, comes out. She's incredibly happy. Go ahead, May. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Can I uh, can I roll for working there one night? See how many tips I get. <laughs> oh my gosh. Lyrax just can't help. <laughs> Old so. habits die hard. I need to redeem die. myself Lyrax, from episode can, one. <laughs> not only can you roll Lyrax, you can roll with advantage. <gasps> can I use guidance too? My new spell? No, we haven't gotten it yet. All right, cool. Quite <laughs> I don't have that yet. <laughs> Quite literally, right? Lyrax has the most money that you can have on a planet right now with a black card. Hey, Still decides to go. Black card doesn't work the, off planet. You can't take the hustle out of it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, that's a total of a 13. A 13? A 13? Uh, Roby, 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 a D10. Oh, wait, I didn't use 
Uh, my advantage, sorry. Um, let me... Mm, I, don't know about I that. love that we're back on D&D Beyond rolling. Yeah, don't worry about that. Every okay, time. Cool. Okay. It'll be, I swear it'll be different. The second performance check went through, and it's 22. 22? Yes. Uh, roll me a d10. All right. <laughs> the answer has not changed. At all. All right. Come here, d10. <laughs> a four. Okay. It's not the worst number. Uh, it's the most eight. money Lyrax has ever made bartending. <laughs> <laughs> you get 88 credits. Oh, my God. It definitely is. That's a good night. Yeah. 88 Awful. money. Of one night, not bad. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, May. So we so we know that Lyrax spends one night at least bartending. Uh, what else? What else does Lyrax do? Uh, in the in these in this little downtime you guys have. Right. Yeah. No. There's a there's a good bit now that we have this black card. Lyrax sees an opportunity to really get stocked up for the first time since he's kind of uh, run away from home. Actually, so he do you, first do you off kind he of goes feel like back home again. Like you, <laughs> in a sense, yeah. I mean, I suppose back there it would be kind of a yeah. Just put it on my tab, you know, at the ca- <laughs> at the palace. You know where I'm from. You right. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so in a sense, he kind of feels a little bit like that, and he goes around. Um, he will first off, uh, and I think this is the main thing he buys besides maybe I don't know some snacks for the road. Uh, he gets some a bunch of mithril. Like, as much as this shop that he finds finally has um, enough to make him a suit of armor and possibly have some left over. Oh, yeah, there's a there's definitely a blacksmith's uh, workshop in Aphrodisia. Um, if you remember, uh, Aphrodisia specializes in um, uh, bards and the like, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, uh, find, a, find a missile would be very easy for you. Sweet. Yeah, no, um, he's going to he's going to get plenty. Stock up on that so that uh, can hopefully get forged for him by Brendan when he has a chance. Okay. Anything else? Uh, as far as shopping goes, no. But he's gonna learn how to. He's gonna finally learn how to use that revolver that Flip gave him, like episode three, I think. <laughs> Deep cuts this episode for Lyrax, <laughs> but uh, he's going back to his roots. He's finishing some side quests that he never got a chance to. Okay, so you so you spent some time uh, shopping, um, learning how to use a gun, <laughs> some, uh, some sharpshooter practice, and uh, and bartending. Yeah. All right. Uh, Brendan, what are you up to? Yeah. Uh, Brendan is going to do a couple of things. His little legs is just going to be going everywhere. Uh, first off, he's going to go uh, drop off some parts to that old little child that uh, he faced um, way back when he's gonna go find their old shop or their shop where he works with his dad and he's gonna give him the about, uh, at uh, the, uh, the battle yeah, bot arena. yeah the battle bot arena during the festival yeah he's gonna just drop those off with a little note that says for for the kid that I, I can't remember this kid's name so it's gonna be like for the kid that uh, for the kid with the bot and just put it uh, out in the front of wherever they are uh, he's gonna Hop over to Lucky, make sure Lucky has given him all of the, like the advancements and things and crew things that he needs on his ship, and he'll give him a um he'll give him the black card and just be like, "Yo, Lucky, you know, 
freaking ball out while you're here. Make sure you, you can pay your people. Make sure you can get the parts you do. But just enjoy yourself. Um, we are completely even. I'm also going to um, take back my 500 credits uh, that uh, Lucky took in the first place. Because uh, he don't need them no more. Uh, so I'm going to grab those. Uh... Uh, I hate to burst your bubble there, cousin, but uh, that 500's kind of... Where is it, Lucky? You couldn't have spent it that quick because we've been here for two, three days. Well, not all of it, but... How much you got left? How much you got left? That's the question. Uh, he doesn't say He doesn't say anything. He just, he just kind of looks away and hands you 150 credits. 150? Said, look, we got here during the festival and all... Uh, they were, they were gumbling, and I was up. I was actually up, and you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk away. One thing led to another. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna walk away. You know, you know, as long as, <laughs> as long as you're at the table, they just feed you drinks. Hey, they hey, just lucky, give you drinks. It's hey, lucky. Listen to me. You're gonna fix my shit for free from now on. Look, your ship's with this fixed. card. Oh, oh, whenever I come back, okay? Because apparently, you could just spend the money real <laughs> quick on stuff that ain't my shit. So. You're you're okay. That's just the deal. Here, take Look, the, the card. The deal was done. Look, hey, it was my five hundred credits. What I spent. Do it. you want the card? Yes, please. Okay, now shut up. Take the card and realize that's the deal. Now, I'm gonna walk away. I love you a lot, cousin. And uh, the last things that uh, I'm gonna do, like while we're actually on planet, um, is I'm gonna go on the ship, uh, and I'm gonna just start building. I'm going to go into the little workshop, and if you were like, open up the door, it'd just be like 30, 40 degrees hotter in there, while I'm just like, shh, like my hair's all up in the air, like I'm basically floating around as I'm working with all these magical materials and stuff. In it looks zone. crazy. Yeah, yeah, I got all my goggles. I'm doing my thing. Constant, what are you up to? Um, initially, Constant will probably just follow Brendan around. Um just kind of prodding and poking at him, asking him questions about how he feels after his um, large intake of stardust down in the mines. Right, right. Okay, so uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, you you took a couple of doses of stardust after uh, down in the mines, and um, she still got questions. Constance was like, "What did it feel like after you took it? Like, what was that like? Your your cells and stuff. Like, did you feel those?" Like. Could I feel my cells? Uh, yeah, like individually. Constance, have you ever felt old? Um, no. It's impossible to uh, explain what feeling old is like, but well, that's- give me like some adjectives, like me. Um, creaky, um, okay. old, um- All right, that's um, a little derivative. Um, dust. Um, dust, okay. Yes, dust, dust is, that's more of a noun than an adjective, I know, but, oh, dusty, how, how about that one? Um, okay, in like the individual, like particle kind of way, or just like kind of, you know, I could, I could, I could, I could, I don't know for sure. Okay, okay. It hurt a lot. Um, see, I, see. I wanted to go to sleep. I was tired. Tired's a really good one. I was tired, Miss Okay. Have okay. you ever been tired? Um, I also got a point of exhaustion last time, so yes. <laughs> there you go. Then you get it. You get it. It was just more of that. Okay. Okay. Extreme exhaustion. She's taking, like, <laughs> extensive notes on this. She has never seen this happen, and she is fascinated. There you go. You know, don't do drugs, kids. 
Interesting. Uh, has Constant ever used Stardust herself? I would say yes. I would say she has. Okay. She doesn't do a lot because she's aware that you can become addicted. It can cloud your mind. So she doesn't want that to happen. And of course, you know, you've always had uh, access to the Aurora stuff. The good stuff. So. Yes, yes. But she also hears her mom in the back of her mind like, don't do too much of that dust, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to end up like your Uncle Charlie. Uncle Charlie was just, just going places till he got a hold of that dust. And then we oh, made him the same. Is this Miss Mapo or your mom? <laughs> They're very close. They're basically the They're very close. They both work at the bodega. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, what now? <laughs> yeah, so she'll just um, poke and prod at Brendan until he probably gets tired of that. And then she'll... Uh, she'll probably go... Go to some, some magical thrift stores, some little some little antique places, and get as many like bottles and bags as she can. Awesome. <laughs> and right. probably set up a little table somewhere outside of uh, out out of the way of Brendan in the workshop. Okay. Okay. Oh, bottle bottles and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. I start see. poking at all the stuff that she found and picked up down in the mines and whatnot. I see. I see. Okay. All right. Cool, cool, Constant. All right, uh, Flip, what you been up to these uh, couple of days? Um, Flip is feeling kind of weird. He doesn't really feel like himself. Um, but he does invest in the camera, and he's been uh, trying to make the ship a bit more livable. Um, whenever he can get all the entire crew around, he is very adamant on taking a photo of everyone together. At least just one. Aww. So he really wants to get them all in. If he's catching them, it's like, oh, the, the, the old light axes. Mm. Okay, well, we have these three, but... Mm. Okay, so he's, he's all flustered trying to get a group photo to happen. Lyrax is there. He just has, like, a 27 on stealth. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Lyrax is uh, practicing, practicing his shots. Mm. <laughs> Here he got the fire blocks. outside in the space for it. He up. He's like, hey, guys. <laughs> Say cheese, Lyra. Please, for me. It's like, it's Lyra is like, aiming down a gun range, like smiling backwards, not looking where he's aiming. Yeah. Charlie's angels. It's yeah. like a, it's like an album. It's like, great one of Light X. Yeah. <laughs> Baxter. Album um, cover material. Um, Holding yeah. it sideways as he was taught. <laughs> he's, uh, he's trying to take photos of everyone. Who taught he's, you that? Holding it sideways. I've, it was uh, me. I yeah. told him about it. <laughs> it was Brendan. Brendan. He like shouted it from the front of the ship while he was learning. Well, that's the thing. I don't have any knockback on my gun at all, so I can fire it any type of way possible, and it's fine because it's magical bullets. But you at least know how to shoot a gun. <laughs> of course, but at the same time, I've been an artificer my whole life. He's like, so every one of my guns has just straight up been. Terrible advice. <laughs> It's really impractical, but darn, does it look cool. <laughs> I, I can't imagine how hard it would be to shoot a revolver. <laughs> like a revolver. Just like clock yourself in the face. Yeah. yeah. Lyra well, tries well, it a couple times a, and then... Will it be for a bludgeoning damage? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> get used to it, Lyrax. <laughs> Roll for recoil. Uh, two bludgeoning damage. Right yeah. to the schnoz. Yeah. You should see the other guy. <laughs> all right uh flip is that uh is that all you just uh want to try to try to submit some memories i'm sure you take some uh uh lucky lucky's not really a picture guy to guy but may definitely is may is mm. absolutely flattered 
she starts she she t- she starts posing and stuff. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll take as many as he can and try and make a little book out of it. Um, he's obviously helping Lyrax to shoot, which he is very optimistic for. They go to like a parking lot, kind of like driver's ed style, you know, <laughs> just shooting at cans. Flip and Lyrax says, "You guys are uh, kind of, you know, having this little uh, little session." Um, you do notice, uh, you do see uh, a couple of guys approach you, um, wearing those, uh, those scribes robes, uh, uh, from that little secret organization that you met in the, uh, in the library that one time. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Um. Well, hello, gentlemen. Well, Lyrax will spin his revolver all cool-like. And then failed to put it in his holster, and he's like, oh, I'm working on that. Function in the form. No, I'll get it. I'll get it. You will. You will. What can I do you for, uh, lads? What can you anything? I'm on behalf of Terowin. Uh We never heard from you after your uh, adventures in Dominark. Hmm. Yes. Uh, apologies for that. It was quite harrowing. You can let him know. I assume he already would know, considering we put his stones up. We put him in a very good spot. Mm. Things are moving. Uh, Jura has demanded a meeting with the merchant lords. Mm. I can't imagine why. Hopefully he can't either. Well, we are at least sure to keep our identities covered. Jura's soldiers have been uh, marching outside of Dominark's walls. Mm. And he's been sending envoys to uh, question people. So not the, we- not the wealthy. Any... Well, not the wealthy, of course, because they were all accounted for at Estrella's party, but... Mm. So, uh, avoid any people dressed like they're from Dominark. I certainly would. I appreciate the heads up. I would fear for, uh, what would happen to the people who stole, what did she call it, the key to Jura's heart. It definitely seemed important. <sighs> Jura Mortos is not a man to be trifled with. Um, however, Terowin, uh does send his appreciation for the little bit of information we were able to uh, glean. Apparently there was some sort of a cave-in. Yes, sorts. There's a bit of a commotion. Uh, also a very large mining robot. I got quite familiar with them. It rendered uh, a number of the stones useless, unfortunately. Really? Even though we took it out? Well, no. Taking it, uh, taking it out was, I suppose, for the best. However, we aren't entirely sure. We still don't know what Jura's planning. Hmm. Well, if it makes up for the loss of the stones and we can still receive our payment, I believe we gleaned a little bit of information from his assassin. Which is? 
Well, I mean, I wouldn't give it over without payment, of course. I believe we had a deal. Uh, sir, there are greater things, greater forces at play here than than deals and 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 payments. He raises an eyebrow. Also, oh, Terawan wants to go back on his word. That doesn't make him very trustworthy in my book. No, of course not. Blah. Reach to his robes, pull out um, a sack of gold. Hmm. That's very much appreciated. This and he will. Your... Oh, go ahead. This for your troubles. However, if there is information that you gleaned from K that you gleaned from Kaylin, could be useful. Yes, and um, he mentions, um, well, I'll just say it. Caitlin, um, some of his last words that we got from him uh, were to tell us about a soldier of undeath that they were making. One whose presence I actually sensed while we were down there. It's quite large, and I believe made of several corpses. They look visually, visibly disturbed by this information. They say, a soldier of undeath, necromancy. Okay. Those are his words. And I wouldn't be surprised if it had something to do with all the mechanical stuff they had going on down there hmm. as well. This is troubling news, but important. Thank you. Of course. And he will uh, take the sack. Uh, I do wish you well in your struggles. If there's anything you ever need, of course we can come to further arrangements. Of course. He nods to uh, you and flip and turn and walk off. Well, that went pretty smooth, yeah. <laughs> he, he like turns to flip and he like winks. I really didn't think they were going to pay for that, but we did our job and even then you got paid extra. Hmm. A little bit on the side, what can I say? Yeah, no, didn't, and didn't uh, of all the merchant lords that we've met so far, I think what three out of four? Um, Tarwin seems the most forward and like least shrouded in mystery. Hmm. I haven't exactly got any chocolate milk from him yet, but yeah, well, <laughs> he's right. He's sometimes right. flashy gifts make for a very blinding uh view of people. Why is words? Very truly. Now, you can speak very well, but how well can you shoot? Uh, Lyrax will turn and aim at the little can down the way and try and hit it. <laughs> yeah, see, knock it out. You guys Heck yeah. A regular <laughs> Renaissance cat. Look at you. I think I'm you starting guys, to get uh, the hang of it. Go back to... um. Uh, your shooting lesson, and uh, but you do notice as uh, another day or two goes by that yeah, um, Dominarch presence does begin to uh, get a little bit more uh, 
or I guess a little less subtle. Um, they begin marching through the streets. Uh, people, not necessarily uh, soldiers per se, but like, you know, definitely um, more like generals, you know, they're not wearing like military, like, uh, you know, they're wearing like suits, I would say, you know, and um, knocking door to door, questioning people, not necessarily uh, nicely all the time from what you guys have heard. Uh, but yeah, basically, uh, make it maybe gets to get a little, um, a little worried. She says, uh, well, I hope you guys are, uh, staying safe out there. Um, listen, I don't want to know, I don't want to know what, what you, what you all were up to, uh, dealing with the merchant lords and everything like, and everything like that, but I just want to make sure you all are safe, that we all safe I mean if anyone does come and they have questions about our involvement with Estrella maybe we just say that she was very excited by my performance in the Coliseum and uh, invited us over and we hit it off I don't know well my I mean to me it, it even if people come around asking questions, they're probably not going to be asking them of us. Because uh, the way I see it, we're going to be getting out of here pretty soon anyway. Uh, I just had to be working on some some stuff. But um, if they come around asking, you know, about us, uh, you could straight up tell them uh, any people that you haven't seen or uh, no longer on planet. You know? Uh, I, I feel like we could take a little of the heat, but, you know, just don't mention us by name. Say, uh, with all the commotion that happened that night with, you know, the, the how many people stole the different ships and stuff like that, that, uh, it was probably one of us. You know what I mean? Probably one of them, more so. Hmm. Well, all right, of course, you know, I'll, uh, stick to the script. <laughs> You got it, mate. And plus, quite frankly, it seems that you, uh, we've been assured that you, you're a friend of the, not the queen, but the, uh, what is it, the? Designer queen? Yeah, the designer queen. There you go. Estrella. As, as you say that, uh, Klaus, the, um, the- My man! Kinda, he's, <laughs> he's, si he's sitting at one of the, uh, one of the booths, he just kinda hold, holds up the class. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I stand up on a little chair. The most interesting man in this bar. <laughs> I'm telling you. I hey. am telling you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I assume uh, while they were doing their shooting lessons and stuff like that, I was building uh, Constance some armor so that she can not get hit so hard. Uh, and I took Lyrax's mithril, and I also built him. I think it was some armor that he wanted and stuff like that. I'm just getting back in the uh, the game of things. In the old forge, huh? Exactly, in the old forge. Uh, and so, uh, if you guys were ever to come in at the time, uh, rewinding all the way back, you would have seen me basically floating in the air with my hammer and uh, Crux basically just pounding on like what seems to be balls of light uh, as I'm forging uh, these different pieces of 
of uh, armor and stuff for you all. Uh, I'm just Are you shirtless. In zone. I don't think so. I don't think anybody wants to see that. He's definitely like an old. <laughs> he's in his uh, regular overalls. You know, he might I'm not have the movies. undershirt underneath it, but uh, he's just in his overalls and he is just going crazy. Uh, now that right, he's. Well, half the podcast tuned out after they heard you weren't shirtless. So. <laughs> I, yeah, you know, uh, I, I wrinkles and great. I was great about to say that's what, that's what the people want. <laughs> hey, he's a, a he's a he's in shape. He's an old man, but he is in shape. <laughs> oh, maybe he's. A, they call he's that a silver fox. Silver fox. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, yeah. Brendan, slay it all. Slay it all the greaties out of here. That's all Brendan's doing. Uh, oh, I guess. Talking <laughs> to these folks. <laughs> Oh my god. We have god. to go back Ms. now. Miss oh Maple. Miss Maple get a claws on Brendan. It's going to be over with. How you doing, sweetie? Oh! And who's oh. this with you? Oh, who's my your goodness. friend? <laughs> I prefer. Just, just I like me younger. Just slide cuss it out of the way. What <laughs> <laughs> Maple, I have to warn you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is Miss Maple normal size? That's the real question. Yeah, she's a cobalt. There you go. Everybody. Oh, normal. So, cobalt. <laughs> cobalt are. They're, they're, they're halfling sized. Half, they oh, so she, yeah, they're short. Oh, perfect. perfect. <laughs> Everybody's short. <laughs> Everybody in this campaign is freaking heaven. short. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's what uh, Brennan does for a couple of days until, like, I guess everybody's ready to go. He's just been chilling on the ship. Mm -hmm. uh, he doesn't really want to go out and see much more of uh, the cluster. He's had his fill. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's ready to go. Uh, All right. But yeah. Whenever uh, the other two, when all of us, I guess, if everybody's everybody's good, right? Just about. Only thing I was gonna maybe do is go to a tailor to try and like tailor the Shadow Assassin's armor a little bit, just so it's a little bit different. But then again, going into a tailor with a very specific person's oh. outfit seems um <laughs> yeah you know that's it's like if you go into a tailor shop with batman's outfit as the joker you're like oh i guess that's how that turned out <laughs> you know? yeah you got that barely huh. that's you got that legally uh, you know it's like hey weren't those people like wearing masks down there hey <laughs> what's the shadow assassin's body that, yeah i figured it just raised two aren't three of them really short yeah they're ah, specific uh... i just found this laying around <laughs> like it was crazy <laughs> but yeah so what he's thinking about it but he's probably just gonna wait for later he's well if it is magical it should just you know that's yeah. how magic stuff works. It'll take you. It'll take you some. Uh, we'll say it'll take you some uh, attunement. You got to attune to it. Anyway, I got to attune so. to it anyway. So you know, yeah. it's probably best. You know, it'll take you some attunements. You you know, you can adjust some straps. Can I? You know what I mean? Might get might get might you know you might get Brendan to like uh, uh tailor it for you. Yeah. Can I can I practice with that a little bit before we head out? Only thing. Practice with uh, what? The uh the, the attune to the um the. Oh yeah, armor. for sure. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess the only, the biggest, may, obviously, so when you guys walk into the ship, everything's, you know, clean, everything's working, it's actually working better than when me and Flip were flying it and crashed it, because mm -hmm. now we have like all new parts and stuff like that. Is there standing space for me? No, but <laughs> you do see, you do see no. the start of a little thing. I go ahead and give you a bracelet and I'd be like, at some point, this is going to work. Lyrax, it's built specifically for you. Oh, but I'm not gonna tell you what it is until it works. Just know I'm I am on it. 
okay? I see you. I see your back and the things that it's doing, and I'm I'm on it to try and help fix it. Uh, now, before we leave, I am gonna rush over that. <laughs> before we leave, <laughs> uh, he starts to say something. He's like, oh. "Miss Constance, uh, yeah, have you decided on if you're coming with us or not?" Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, do we have any idea where we're going, or are we just well, getting out of here? Right now, we're just getting out of here since, you know, everything's going on with everybody trying to kill everybody. But, uh, uh, us specifically. But I just need to know if you're willing to come on the ship. Oh, what yeah. I do next Definitely is to... getting out of here. Okay, cool. And he holds up two little keys. And he tosses you one and he tosses oh. Lyrax one. And he goes... Now, uh, Flip and I have been on this ship for a while. We are completely fine with where we sleep. You know, we have our own areas. But, uh... And I will press the button to close the door. You guys are, uh, officially a part of our crew. Um, so that being said... And he'll just gesture to two different areas on the ship. And they're not huge little areas. But they're uh, your own little, like, beds, and they have, like, their own version of a door. The keys are more of a key fob. And so uh, instead of, like, a door that closes or anything like that, it basically just makes a little, like, shield wall kind of thing that goes opaque and not opaque that everybody can, you know, walk through. But if it's, like, opaque, obviously the door is, like, locked or you're in there doing something, and then you can unopaque it. Uh, like a screen. Yeah, there you go. Kind of like one of those things. Um, like one of those electric screens, like when you electrify it, makes everything go opaque and un I just know, I just know Lyrax's <laughs> feet hang off of his bed. <laughs> 100%. I mean, it's still, I'm working on it. Don't worry. <laughs> We're working on it. Every uh, time we stop in town, Lyrax is like, yeah, I'm going to get a room somewhere. <laughs> oh, and we were, oh, they're not even going to stay for the money. <laughs> no, you're not even going to use it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, those are uh, those are yours. Thank you, Brendan. We'll that's uh, very thanks. That's very sweet of you. And uh, no, it's no problem. We'll we'll talk a little bit more once we get into the uh, atmosphere or whatever sphere this would be, considering it is a cluster of different like crap. Um, but uh, and here you both go. I'll toss um, I'll toss Constance her armor. Uh. <laughs> It's, what does it look like? So, the the look of this armor is kind of... So, he, he thinks about, like, what you like to wear and how you like to be, like, you know, closed up or uh, <laughs> hugged, like, tight clothes and stuff like that. And so, if you can imagine, like, a, like a runner's shirt kind of thing where it goes, like, up your neck and it's like has, like, a little <laughs> zipper. He literally put a zipper on the armor. Nice, nice. <laughs> Got body, uh, I got body armor, body. There armor. you go. And it's it's <laughs> it's basically like Under Armour kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, it's really armor. really light for you, um, and it like kind of squeezes your skin. It's flexible for you and stuff like that. Allows you to move, but it looks like um, a suburban housewife's tracksuit, <laughs> only on the top portion of your body. Though. <laughs> wow, we this call is it a really nice tank top. <laughs> Well, I, I for the part like it goes spandex, with, I think. Oh, 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 yeah, like it's like all the way, like, yeah, it's, like it's all the way down. Yeah, it's armor <laughs> all the way 
on her full upper body. Um, and yeah. then uh, like a mesh weave kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. You just you just beat the metal until it got really flexible. <laughs> uh, thanks for these fishnets. There you go. <laughs> well, you know it works. It works. And then no, cool. uh, I throw Lyrax his armor. Let's throw his because his is a lot heavier, and more go like, hey, it's over there on the table. Uh, I can't, I'm not trying to pick that up. I'm 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 old. I don't it's want twice your, it's twice your size. <laughs> exactly. I hit the pickup in all so many different pieces. Uh, so yeah. yeah, that one looks. Uh, I feel like Lyrax had a lot more like talk about what his armor, what he wanted his armor to look like. So I was just banging away, and then as he would want, he's like, "Oh, more this, more that. Oh, oh, some more of that right there." And he well, just, Lyrax, do you want to describe your armor to us then? Yeah, absolutely. So it's uh, first off, it's got an attachment spot for a cape. Um, if at any point one is acquired. <laughs> um, but other than that, it's uh, very ornate, but like sleek in a way, right? Um, it's got black matte metal um, that just kind of fits excellently over his whole part. All the pieces kind of shift and move uh, very agilely. Uh, very, I'd say reminiscent of like, you know, French knights and the the armor they would wear, um, fully covering plate armor, but like very dark. And as he picks it up, it's actually fairly lightweight compared to how much of it there is, because um, it's made out of mithril, which is very flexible, very uh, lightweight and sturdy armor. So basically, for those of you that don't know, mithril is heavy armor, or it can be heavy armor that doesn't impose disadvantage on stealth checks. So this is like his tactical uh, stealth armor. And it fits rather well under a bartending outfit. <laughs> it looks a little awkward on the shoulders, like he has big shoulders now, but for the most part, it's all right. He just looks buff. He'll clap, uh, push his hands off and be like, all right. Oh yeah, and this bit too. Um, and then he presses a little button onto the side of uh, where Flip and Brendan's um, recliners are. And two newer recliners rise up out of the floor a little farther back. <laughs> the presentation, wow. And they're two both they're both leather. They're, they're both leather. Oh, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> um, one's a little bigger than the other. Uh, just a tiny bit though. Yeah, it's still too to small it's... for you. It's oh. still too small for you. <laughs> I'm working Lyrax. on it, Lyrax. I'm working on it. <laughs> Lyrax, known for being considerably caked up, has to sit kind of like on the <laughs> arm armrest just a little bit. You know how they have those fat armrests on leather chairs? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Lyrax is a cat. You know he's going to scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's his. As it's, Brandon raises it out of the floor, it's already cut. It's already steady. I just find it hilarious that he didn't uninstall the broken chairs. He just installed two. So there's technically four recliners on yes, this ship. Just, there, are, there are four recliners on this ship. He didn't get rid of the old one. Um, as you guys, uh, good. It's got, it's got it has, well, it has my, it has like my butt indentions, like just me. Like they're, they're, yeah. they're basically ours. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's perfectly fit for me and Flip's bodies. <laughs> as you guys uh, continue to make preparations to leave, Brazzy flying. Um, may cause 
more specifically, uh, lilacs and Oh, that lovely, uh, <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> oh, you know, that lovely, um, the, the mustachio gentleman in the, uh, in the, in the very dapper suit, uh, um. Oh, um, uh, Yes, 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 yes. Uh, he came, he came back with, uh, he, he, with, uh, some, uh, some, some parcels for you, for you all. He'll, uh, she'll hold it, hold it out, a, a, a tidy little box, a tidy little box for you, constant, and a very long slender box for you, uh. Oh, and a, and a, there's a there's a note attached to a constant spot. Thanks, May. We gotta go, y'all. Get on the ship. Open it on the ship. I'm trying <laughs> to get out of here. Thank you, uh, man. <laughs> Just a uh, second. <laughs> um, a moment for pity's sake. They might leave us. Come on. He's honking okay. honk, honk the horn. <laughs> <laughs> Lyrax is throwing wrapping paper off while, as we run. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the card, uh, it, it's from Estrella, of course. It says, um, just a couple of parting gifts from my favorite people on all the cluster. Uh, I heard you were leaving. Shame to see you go. But. Love to watch you. <laughs> hope to see, but love to watch you leave. But hope to see you, <laughs> but hope to see you return soon. Um,. I hope you think of me, or I hope I hope these items remind you of me. He says, "E." Lyrax opens it up, sees a sword, and is like, "Does this remind me of her?" <laughs> well, yes. Uh, it's actually a it's a very it's a very ornate sword. It's a it's a rapier. Mm. Uh, with a golden, it's got, it's got a golden pommel, uh, with a very intricately carved uh, flower on it and up it's got a, it's got a very thin silver blade uh but but if you look very closely um vines thorned vines have been carved into the metal that work their way around the blade up until the tip hmm. it does remind me of her exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh constant that Constance in her in her little recliner. She opens hers. Uh, yours is a very simple little bookmark. Um, oh. oh, I'm sorry, oh. Constance. No, it's, it's <laughs> nice. I didn't know she paid attention like that. I, yeah, I kind of feel bad. I'm suspicious that it was ever. I didn't know you were one of her favorites. I swear, I'm gonna leave everyone. We're in y'all. the ship now. <laughs> she said she was under reclining. <laughs> We're like two feet away. Oh, yeah. Right, guys, you, I, you guys were like chatting him. with each other up onto the. <laughs> as you walked up onto the ramp, Brendan, Brendan's sucking to his recliner. He doesn't even know you guys are on the ship yet. Just like, beep, beep, get on the, get on the boat. I'm leaving. He's like, dude, dude. Brendan's just asleep. Yeah. Already? <laughs> <laughs> This is our, this is our relationship. Oh, sorry, it's it's the bad hearing. Yeah. Well, all right then. And I, uh, you might want to strap up. Flip, he can sleep through this thing. But I don't know if you guys have done like one of our, you know, our takeoffs for real, for real. Um, can't be any worse than the last one. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> Uh, yeah. So like, as we start to rise, like. 
before we got off, like, everything just didn't go correctly. Like, the rings barely spun and everything like that. But, like, as we rise yeah, it was up, rickety. like, it is a lot smoother than the last one. But the rings start to spin around as if we're the middle of a gyroscope. And we ascend higher and higher. And we, as, as soon as we get out to, like, out of the garage, we start going straight up. And that's like one of the cool things about our ship is it Lucky can move. and Mayor standing there waving, saying <laughs> Wave bye. Uh, you see, uh, you see, you see the little kid waving with his uh with his jacket that's two sizes too big. So it's so <laughs> just just a sleeve just flopping in the wind as he waves. <laughs> uh, and the cool thing about this ship is like with the rings and like the propulsion system and stuff on it, it can go in all four directions instead of having to like turn and stuff like that it's just like it moves in space and cool things like that so we go straight up and then the ship turns to uh give more like boost behind it um and so as we get out into space and things like that the rings slow down and now they're just like circling around uh the ship and i put the ship in a sort of um just regular space travel mode it has a couple of different modes, but we will uh, get to the different ones as you guys <laughs> hit the different situations. But right now, we're just in a cruising mode. Um, and yeah, as we leave, I think Brendan will, you know, turn on his autopilot. He'll uh, push flip uh, on the side and be like, "Hey, we need to we need to talk to these two uh, now that we are uh, somewhat safe." I think uh, we. We all need to talk and have a really good discussion. Oh, exciting. Like a waste. Hmm. The laundry done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we're uh, about to play truth or dare, it sounds like. No, he he, he, he pulls out a chore list. He's like, listen. (laughs) Well, and then the last little bit of the new things that we got on our ship since we had the the black card, I press a button and both me and Flip's chairs turn around. And now it looks like this. All of no, us it's just a family discussion circle. Exactly. <laughs> Little table rises up, <laughs> and it folds out, and everybody can, you know. I have cup uh, holders. Everybody's Flips. except Flips has a cup holder. Flips' <sighs> chair turning around is a little bit slower. He's just like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, those really, like those little chairs that go up the stairs for old people. Oh, oh, exactly. yeah. oh my god, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah. Flips is slower because it can go all the way across the ship. <laughs> that's, the, that's the noise it makes, too. Oh, please. Uh, if whoever, whoever edits this, Max, Chrissy, what do y'all edit? Please put that noise. In. We can hold for sound effect. I can just... Yeah, just hold for, for like a solid five seconds. He's almost there. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand why Lucky didn't fix that. But hey, okay. It, it was probably low on the priority list. I guess. Uh, but yeah. So uh. Welcome to the, the good old Russ Bucky. Um, Lyrax pours himself some of that crown from before. Uh, I guess it, this is as good of time as of, of any, but... Who are you two? Like, quite frankly, Miss Constance, I understand you're running from somebody. And Mr. Lyrax, you got nobility, whatever that means. Nobility. Wait, nobility? Uh, we... You know, I really thought me and Flip's uh, adventuring type 
days and stuff were like we're not super far behind us but uh you guys do seem a little younger than um in your adventure and then uh what we what we what we are at in our our stage of of life and that's not a problem or anything but you know i I, I have offered you, you know, uh, spots on our ship, and that was because you guys helped us out. You helped save my buddy Flip. You, you, you helped us all get off the planet. All those things, but uh, I think we we haven't really met each other truly yet. And uh, I think this is about as good a time so as fast. Hmm. Yeah. And another important question: Are you hungry? Do you need anything clean? Uh, I don't get how that. Yeah, I guess Flip. That's we have new another. rooms. I, I did do a little bit of, you know, cleaning. Well, it's new. Yeah, there's nothing to be cleaned yet. Well, you, you know, we are, the rust bucket kind of just exudes dust, no matter how new it is. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's just the parts. You, you, you'll, you'll get used to it. It's just... Okay, well, when we stop again, we'll have to go to the dry cleaner. But um... <laughs> I could go for some snacks and you could put the bottom. Chuck, go get some snacks for us, please. Flip, thinking about the constant disgusting state of the rust bucket, he changes art styles. <laughs> it's a never-ending battle. <laughs> Just like pet hair shows up, but there's yep. no pets. Not. Yeah, get used to it. Uh, Chuck will fly off. Let's go to like one of the uh, mini fridges and pulls out uh, some banana milk that we got specifically for Constance. And maybe uh, some cookies or something like that. Uh, well, funny enough, you guys are seeing uh, Flip and Brendan in a state of non-panic. In a state of just travel now, where, like, for the most part, you guys have seen us under duress ever since you've known us. But for the most part, I mean, we are just two old dudes. <laughs> uh, well, yes, I guess that... I, I don't mean to ask a question for a question, but... I don't think we really know you two either. I mean, you keep mentioning uh, stories of war and strife and adventuring and the old days and such. Uh, I think didn't I? Hmm. Can I can I make a history check to see if I place these two from the annals of history? Um, you would have only known grip and tendon. It's okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. Okay. Because not that renowned. Well, they're more renowned in space. Your knowledge is more Achilles based. You're not fair. I know what nothing. goes on in the cosmos. Yeah. Yeah, I have a plus one to history for a reason. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, we're uh, we're too old, man. We, we did a lot of the uh, stuff back in the day. Uh, we're known bounty hunters, I guess you could say. But, you know, we we could talk about ourselves, but I don't think it makes much of a difference now in this new age of stuff. You know, we all the stuff we did was back in the day. We're not even at war with, you know, the... We're not even in the Stardust Wars anymore. Hmm. Oh, you were in those. I heard yeah. they were gruesome. You know, we, we made our money just like everybody else during that time. It was just a way of life. Um, yeah, it's not one horrible for us at the very least. It wasn't great either, but it wasn't great for anybody. Right, Flip? 
There are definitely things I am not proud of. But there are definitely more that I am proud of. It's mysterious in that such, but uh, all in all, what Brennan says is true. We more or less did what we did for a paycheck. Soldiers of fortune, as it were. Not exactly the most honorable type, but not exactly the most... Uh, Dishonorable horrendous, you know. Yeah. We have a code of sorts, so we did earn our paycheck. We didn't exactly cheat our way to the top, or, you know, looks around. The middle. Wherever we are now. Middle-ish. You know, I'd, I'd say comfortable six middle. Out of ten. There you go. Good middle, middle-ish. We have earned our upper, lower middle class. There you go. Status. But oh, you we... didn't feel any loyalty to any side. Well, Constance, you know this kind of goes back to what we were talking about way back when, right? People uh, uh talked about a lot. Well, it's more when we were talking to the people about uh, stealing the ships and making distractions and stuff. And Oh, when you incited a riot. You uh, keep saying it. I gave them a choice to do what they it's needed to do. True. Basically, what I'm saying right, is... Right, I wasn't there for that, and it just kind of happened, and we haven't really had time to unpack that, but... Listen, all you <laughs> oh, have yeah, to understand... All you have to understand is I gave people a choice, and uh, the politics... Politics be damned. I think there's all of us wanting the exact same thing for the most part. With uh, being in this galaxy, everybody wants to, you know, live happily. And the fact of the matter is, whoever has the most stardust is the most powerful, who can buy the most crap, who can forcefully be happily more than other folks. Ah, pish posh. The galaxy's too big to be on one side. Well, so you don't be... care who has all the power, just as long as you have enough for yourself. Truth I mean, told. that sounds really judgmental. I'm just. Oh no, it's the truth. I no. mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> that sounds about oh. right for me. Oh, okay. Being as old as we are, there are times well, where will remember that. I <laughs> often feel guilt for our neutrality, but falling into a niche like we have, there are times where I feel that. War is often easiest to look at or face. You don't face it at all. And we sort of fell into a pattern, Brennan and I. Essentially, whoever was paying the bills, they paid the bills. We didn't look into it many, uh, as much as we had to. And don't get me wrong, we definitely don't take those types of jobs nearly as much anymore. Quite frankly, we barely take any job jobs doing different things unless it is specifically bounty hunting and even with that we have a, a, a good bit of uh, selectivity on what we do take so the only person we're truly after heavily is Big Ben there comes a time when you fall yeah. into a pattern like as we did with during Stardust Wars where chasing a target kind of becomes all you really think about. What if, what if once it was just, pay, you know, chasing a paycheck, it, Big Ben is someone we regard as someone uh, in the supernatural? I would say I would say so. Uh, there'll be many a times we had him dead to rights. We have caught this man. Yet, he disappears. Every single time. He gets away. Magical and, means. Gone. Unexplainable, perhaps biblical means. It doesn't make sense. Mechanical. Gone. I will be holding him with both of my hands. I'll look down, 
and he's gone. Now he's a blink, disappear, gun to his head. We have he shot did. him too many times for him to be. You know what? We're getting off track, but just just understand. The only reason that I am alive at this. I don't even know how old I am at this point. <laughs> it's because Big Ben keeps me. He keeps my soul tethered to my body. Jesus Christ. One day we will find him. Okay. One day we will truly capture him. Okay. Costas like makes a note alive out of <laughs> I'd, spite. <laughs> I'd like to aim a sight check, I guess. Oh. Uh, never mind. Brendan's entire I, body runs on AAA batteries and spite. Yeah, that's it. It's more of a morbid curiosity. Lyrex believes you, one hundred percent. Now, now with that, so some necromancy keeps you tethered to this coil. I guess. You, okay, Big Ben was the reason that our ship crashed in the first place. Right. We would have never uh, come without him. Technically, never met you. We had him dead to rights. Was, well, I don't know about that last time. Dead to rights. He was in my tractor beam. Mm, it's close, though. Okay, Flip. Whose team are you on? No, I'm on ours. I just okay, I'm yeah, on, I'm on okay. the team of honesty. Okay, keep 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 telling yourself that. I, again, it's Big Ben. So, do we ever really have a bed that eats these days? Uh, I. You know what? Screw it. Screw it. Screw it. Screw it. Screw it. How about this? Mm. You guys, why don't you guys go ahead and tell us? Who you are? Hmm? We'll start with you, Constance. Who you running from? Well, um, Constance just to put on the spot like that. Uh-huh. Like, all right, now that I now that I have you on my ship off planet and you can't go anywhere, <laughs> who are you and what are you all about? <laughs> and now that you know that I'm an undead yeah. thrall <laughs> living on hatred, <laughs> bloody neutrality, just pulls the spotlight and, and puts it right all on. All I you. know. What about you, little one? Huh? <laughs> yeah, she's feeling very much trapped in this recliner right now. This is this is not a lazy boy. In fact, this uh, is an adrenaline fueled boy. <laughs> The little, the little, key, key, the little you're strapped to the recliner now. No, not really. Uh, well, you know, like, I'm from Dalmar. Um, uh-huh. Came from a family of miners. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh... okay, so, um, you know how there's um, an war base on, um, on Dalmar right now? They're um, in the mines a lot. Yeah. I, I guess. I mean, we were there for oh, a day. I don't have any I mean, real estate yes, on Dalmar. I'm familiar with them, actually. Yeah, we know who Aurora is. You know <laughs> okay, well, they're, they're there, and they're <laughs> mining a lot, and um, so I was um, down there, a part of it, and um, I might have stolen something. Oh. Hmm. Uh, What'd you steal? Well, it's unconfirmed if she did. I mean, it's probably... Oh, yes. Allegedly. Allegedly. What did you might have allegedly have stolen? Like, I just... Um, something they'd rather me not have, but... Um, but look. I tried to work it out um, with them. They uh, didn't want to work it out so much. And um, now I am... Hoping they don't find me ever. You tried to work out with Aurora after stealing from them? I mean, yeah. Aurora... I mean, they're good no, guys, I don't right? Really... They... 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Larry like, like points over to Brendan's heart. Yeah, he points oh. back. You see, but, this comes back oh, to who's paying oh. the bills, Miss Constance. You know, whoever know. keeps my coffers full is the good guys to me. <laughs> Flip's face kind of scrunches up. Like, <laughs> Constance is very confused. Shakes his head. Mm. Hey. What do you mean? They help the galaxy. They distribute stardust to people who need it. And... Distribute? Uh, oh, yeah. They... I mean, like... Who writes those articles? Uh, I don't know. I don't know him personally. Yeah, well, it's usually Aurora. Mm. I mean, at, you know, kind of at the at the beginning of the day, you ever hear that man on the radio? He sounds like an old coming from an old radio. Sometimes he messes up. You know, he he's usually he works for Aurora. I mean, yeah, they're like the leading development in like Stardust research. Is mm. yeah. That, okay. Oh, and you know how he says that it's all ethically sourced too, right? <laughs> I mean, of course. Conscience, yeah, let's, let's you say can't that, believe everything you hear. Think about it like that. Uh, Aurora is one of the major players in the galaxy that help contribute to the Stardust Wars. Regard I mean, of course, there were players in it. They have yeah. a large stores of it, but that doesn't mean that they're like. Who, who does the Stardust um, belong to? Is it the planets that? You know, it came from, or does it belong? The to planets or... make agreements with the with with Aurora. Well, it's all well agreements. If, if I'm holding a yes. giant pistol to your face, you know what I mean. You might as well say it. I ask you, you to come on to the ship. That. It's mutually oh. beneficial. Well, okay. How about okay. this? How Maybe. about this? Mm -hmm. You're on our ship now. Apparently, Aurora is after you, and you'll be able to yeah. see the galaxy. And how uh, the good guys work across. How about that, huh? Um, okay. Mm. Well, I don't know that much about Dalmar, but uh, clearly you're, you're from there. Do you know of the agreement that they have with Aurora? Is it, is it, I, I, I truly, I do not know. It could be better than most. He looks over at Brendan. <laughs> uh, Brendan goes, he shrugs his shoulders. What the? What, what's Dalmar getting out of the uh, Aurora agreement? Is it like 60 40, 80 20? Or is it just like occupation? Like annexation? It's definitely a boost to our planet wide economy. People really didn't know Dalmar before. We were just kind of. I mean, not alone, but we were just kind of on our own. But. Now we're way more connected to the greater universe. We're helping them, help the universe. We have purpose, you know? Eh. Okay, that, that, that's I mean, fair. I guess if you find I mean... finding your purpose with, uh, <laughs> with Dalmar. Lyrax this whole time has like sank deeper and deeper into like the, the hands over head, like bowed head mood. <laughs> he looks like the... Uh, like they're introducing you at church, the assistant pastor. <laughs> yeah. If he had glasses, they would be flashing anime style. Yeah. Constance is just very um, sheepishly taking in all of this. Like, Hey, listen, Constance. Oh. It's, it's not... Listen, we can't fault you for information you don't know. All I'm gonna say okay. is... Just listen. They, Aurora has paid us quite a bit. We've worked for Aurora, and we've worked for Aurora's enemies. 
just yeah you've made that clear <laughs> you'll see now what about you mr larex not to cut you off miss constance i just think that nope, uh... i'm good actually very good <laughs> how about you mr larex you're a Larax takes a sip from his on the rocks uh, crown and he leans back into the lazy boy if you pull the side it also le- kicks out a little bit I know that you well, it, uh, it, that you might really is a little really good for kicking out right now uh, okay but fair enough fair enough that is fair I guess and he tries to like prop up his elbow in a very thinking way but like the armor is just too low for him so he's kind of <laughs> oh over the side a little bit and he just never mind. I believe I've mentioned this before, but I come from the planet known as Achilles. Mm-hmm. Achilles was um, unoccupied by any spacefaring races, corporations, or otherwise until several years ago. Very recent in our timeline. We saw uh, these outsiders, the visitors, as some of us call them, uh, approach our planet and our lush natural resources and They made uh, silver tongue deals with our rulers. And looks over at Constant. He still looks unsure. And for every inch you give corporations like Aurora, they take a mile. And before we knew it, our proud capital city and the deserts of the north, the savannas that surround us very soon became vast chasms of nothing where their drills and their machines dug into it and extracted everything. And our people went from proud warriors, traders to minimum wage making factory workers. And our people slowly forgot what it was like to enjoy sovereignty. As our rulers traded everything for full coffers and um, a few of us decided that we had had enough. And talking yielded nothing. Trying to negotiate the terms of the contract while well, they they weren't happy with that, so we turned to more forceful means. Struck at a few outposts, stole some starter shipments. Did what we could. But there were very few of us compared to the mega corporation that had sunk its teeth into our soil. And one night, 
the hay had had enough of that. And so the very verdant, lush jungles that inhabited the entire west side of our continent were burned down with many rebels and civilians in them. In one night, and we called it the Day of Flame because it looked like the sun never set that night. Have we heard about the Day of Flame? No. Of course not. And so I... After that, I realized that just fighting with what we had here was not enough. And I, um... I left to try and spread word of this injustice, because surely there was a much wider universe. Surely there were more people out there that would help us. People that weren't Aurora on other planets. And I realized that nobody really cares. (laughs) My planet's not the only one that this is happening to. In fact, I thought when I left and went unaccounted for, I'd be hunted down, but apparently I was too minuscule a threat. And in all my blundering and searching for heroes, people that would help me. Um, I met a very generous soul named Monica Ash. Um, and she took pity on me, saw something in me. Um, and taught me a few things. The way to find your way around, the way to talk to people, the way to pick a lock or hide when you need to. And I learned, um, I learned a lot from her. One day she said I was, uh, I needed to stay at a transfusion for a while and while she did something and I haven't heard from her since. And that's where you found me at her chain of bars working the rush hour and trying to fund weapon supply runs back to my home planet. Which apparently and he kind of you see you know Lyrax by now pretty well you see him kind of flinch a little bit as he recalls a particularly painful memory. Um, you found me at my lowest just put it that way well Mr. Lyrax I can definitely say it seems that you have uh, felt your brunt uh, of your own war so to speak Aurora's your story isn't the only one in the galaxy it's uh one of many oh, I've learned. <laughs> well, really one of many. Sorry to say. Um, I, I... I am truly sorry. We have... Uh, I've heard of Monica Ash. And, and the things that she does, it seems that uh, you did find a, 
a good patron at the very least, but um, it seems that uh, you still have a mission. But um, what yeah, is that, that was mission? The, um, when I was talking to Estrella, that was kind of the um, grander deal I was hoping for. Well, but it seems like I haven't earned that yet either. So, well, e even then, is it to to save your planet or is it to destroy Aurora? I mean, they go hand in hand, don't they? That's as long as you understand that, because you can't just, you know, you can't fight them in the open. Well, you can't save your planet without destroying, potentially destroying others. And, uh, Brendan just, you know, gives a kind of head nod towards, uh, Constance. It's, it's why the wars and it's why choosing sides, it's, it's a lot harder issue and a lot more nuanced than people People seem to make it out to be. Uh, and I don't know if, you know, what me and Flip did was the correct way, but it, it definitely got us out of these moral ambiguities. You see him drilling into you with his golden eyes as he kind of stares across the table at you. Yeah, that... I never uh, had a choice. Brendan's eyes remained soft. I, I'm not saying that you did, Mr. Lyrax. I'm just saying, um... Listen. I'm not saying that we're here to fight all of your battles or anything like that, but... I, no, I, just, I just not want, just want you to know, you know, it's, it's a big thing you want to do. And, uh, as long as you understand the magnanimity of it, uh... <laughs> I, I just don't want you to go head first into something that you're not prepared for. I don't know if I'll ever be prepared for it. Well, not I've already that thrown thinking. away quite a lot pursuing this dream. I, I cast aside the teachings of my master. I essentially fled from my homeland left my freedom fighters with him and I have very little to show for it other than and he kind of looks up at the, the ceiling other than an oath with a god whose name I don't know yet and almost 400 credits A lot more money than I've had on me in a while. Oh, the wait, no, a hundred of this was for everybody, and he'll he hey, will uh, reach into keep, his bag. Keep keep the hundred credits. <laughs> keep. I I appreciate the words, but um, yeah, I'm not going to stop fighting them. Not ever. 
Understandable. Well, uh... If you guys haven't guessed by now, me and Flip are the two short men. Uh, we are willing to help you guys out a little bit here and there. Especially as you know, you are partners on our ship now. So for you, Miss Constance, in your endeavor to escape and to learn, your reclining chair is always there and ready for you. And for you, Mr. Lyrax, attempts to make allies be uh, the David going against the largest Goliath or army of Goliaths oh, we are well connected and can help you find some people and hey I'll hold up my hammer I'm willing to help you build whatever you need built you've already done a great deal for me Brandon and I won't forget that oh, you too flip Oh, and Constant, you've been uh, something I didn't know I needed in my life. And I appreciate you just as much as the other two. She's been pretty quiet. Um, her face has gone pretty still. Um, you see her mouth twitch a little bit but she'll continue to stay silent. I'm sorry, and that must be a lot. Uh, Chunk will fly over and just pat you on the side, uh, Constance. It's a... Uh... Yeah, she'll get up and go to her. Like, not... She'll be careful of Chunk, but she will get up and go to her, her, her little room. She'll close the door behind her. It's a, it's a bit of an awkward silence on the ship. As you guys uh, sail through the astral sea, astral sea and the cosmos. The tension quickly dissipates as you guys uh, continue flying around for the next couple of days. and um, It's uh, pretty quiet when uh, Flip you uh you're sit you're sitting there sleeping in your recliner as you do <laughs> when um a noise you haven't heard in a while goes off an alarm a very specific alarm a distress beacon wakes you out of your sleep oh 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 what is that what what? What, Flip, no, what? What? No, no. What is that? No, we've heard that. That's the. Uh, what is what? Flip is desperately trying to remember the the, the name of that sign. That's the. Uh, that's a distress beacon. What the distress? And then, uh, like Brennan what actually looks over down at the actual light because <coughs> he's again, Brennan's basically half deaf. <laughs> uh, how did I not? Uh, I, I thought we got rid of that. Did we still have a distress? As it goes, as, as it goes, it starts to get louder and louder, waking up constant Lyraxes. I don't know. Maybe mm. Lucky re-put it back on the that ship. Terrible kinda, volume. It doesn't make sense. Okay, I'm gonna just turn it off. Oh, my legs are so sore. That was not. Okay. okay. Don't let the circulation's all gone. No oh, pins and needles. Uh, I'm gonna What's... do a quick. Uh, I'm gonna put our ship out of like the regular, you know, uh, mode that it's uh, going in, and then I'm gonna put it in defensive mode. 
So basically the rings start spinning a little faster, but they start focusing more on the front of the ship. Ah. Uh, all right, crew members. Uh, if you don't know that sound, that is the sound of a distress beacon. Um, we don't hear it often because uh, we usually don't keep it on, but I think Lucky probably turned it off or turned it back on. I don't know. Um, Oops, someone's in distress. Distress. Usually, what that means, and as um, Brennan's getting ready, getting into defense mode, Flip is looking I'm for. I'm still like, going off, by the way. <laughs> he's looking for his distress beacon notes, and he's just like, "What do I uh, do with it?" Hang on. Okay, no, I don't remember. I got it. I got it's it. it. Chicken the bag of holding. It might be down no, there. I got it. I got it. I got it. I hear it. I'm gonna. Flip's gonna try and pinpoint the location of the signal. Uh, you pinpoint the little state. Yeah, it seems to be coming from a space station nearby. Uh, you can't see it, but, like, it's not that close. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, basically sending out an SOS signal. No, 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 no further details, just it's a very rudimentary SOS, SOS signal. All right, so do we want to go? I mean, there are pirates in this, uh, in this galaxy. That is, like, the oldest, like, pirate trap. I, I have known, but yeah, it's up to y'all. I mean, we're 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 uh, you know, we're here to give you the lay of the land. We'll be prepared for whatever it is, but uh, you know, space stations can be fun. Sometimes they got casinos and stuff on them. Um, you think the one with the SOS beacon would have casinos on it? In all likelihood, it's it's probably a biohazard or you. a hostile alien and or oh, like a bunch of zombies have taken over the station and. What's the ratio of biohazard to possible pirates? Who knows? Probably hide it from pirates. You know, probably you're right. You're right. Regardless, you know, if, I understand y'all are younger adventurers. I um, want to go. Can we get in contact with them? Uh, sure. Let's let's. Uh, ship that is uh SOSing. We have uh reached your SOS or heard it. Uh, one of our crew members very wisely asked if we could get in contact with you. Uh, what's your status? Uh, you, hear, you hear a bit of static over the, uh... Oh, definitely zombies. Over, oh, over, over, over the communicator. And then, uh, you hear two voices. Sounds like they're kind of fighting back and forth over the, uh... The, the mic. Over the <laughs> mic. Jeebus, no, it's it's mine. I'm supposed no. to be the one that's not. No, no. I'm talking. No, I'm talking. I want to talk. I am talking. You, you no. gotta let me talk. No, I can talk. They need to know. We. It sounds I like one of. I fixed this. I fixed it. It's dress baking. It's mine. Well, fine. fine. Talk. Hello. Okay. So hello. Hey, whoever. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. I'm I'm Jeebus. I need I need I need help. And, we, and we have, uh, uh, Well, you're not Jeebus. supposed to be on here. We uh, need. Can y'all speak I need... one at a time, please? We need to know if we're gonna come and help you or not, or if you're pirates or uh, zombies. <laughs> oh, I, I'm I'm not a zombie, I don't think. Um, but I'm I might be. Am I a zombie? Cletus, am I a zombie? No, no you're you, not a zombie. You be we're able a dying heart. Dying heart? I'm a dying heart. I need help. Oh, I'm, my name is Jeebus Dying Heart, and I have we have a ship. It's a really big ship, and our brother is hey, hey, he, hey, and, and Cletus hey, won't let me fix you're him. You're good. I'm Brendan. I'm Brendan Dying Heart. I'm on my way. You're Great Uncle you're, Brendan? Yeah. Randall. I'll put my hand over the, <laughs> 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 over the mic. 
I put my hand over the mic. Like, flip. 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 I, you know, so should no, I get no, the... No. Do we should I... Do? Do you the have the directory? Tree, the Isn't it tree? your family? Get, the, it's somewhere. It's so get massive. I don't so know if... Can I get my history check? Give me a history check. Ask, 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 ask more. Ask more. Hey, I'll, I'll cover it for you while you go. go look for it. Uh, meanwhile, please. Nat 20. Like, Hello? This is the second Hello? Nat 20. I know Ooh. my family. Holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, um... This is, um... Cletus, Jeebus, and Redis. Uh, they're triplets. Um, oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, they're yeah they're triplets. Uh, they um. Well, uh, I think. I guess I guess we'll I guess we'll do our um official introduction for those of you at home. Uh, playing Cletus, Divas, and Redis, Uh, we have our friends of the show. We have our love, Cletus, Divas, and Redis. Yes, friends of the show. Our lovely collaborators here. Uh, we have Illidine and Thorn from this dungeon is occupied. Say what's up to the people. Oh, what's up the people? <laughs> How are the people doing? I'm so upset. <laughs> oh, man. The look you knew they were watching the whole time and yet <laughs> on their faces. <laughs> oh, it was so perfect. Just like uh, silly Jack, we're just here for a live listen. <laughs> no, I've been, I've been messaging Illidine back and forth. I'm like, okay, so you got descriptions. All right, cool, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, they're going to talk for a bit, but then you guys are going to come in and yada, yada, yada. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Great. Um, yes. Excuse right, me, uh, uh, grand nephews. How is he hurt? Is he in critical condition? Hey, Cletus. Jadis and Redis, a great oh, no. uncle Brendan is on his way. I am coming right now. I turn. Cletus, Cletus, great uncle Brendan's coming. Wait, wait, wait. Is he bringing? Is he bringing Flip, the, the life partner? The, uh, I got uh, Flip uh, with me. They great were... uncle Flip is great uncle Flip is coming. They That's what he said. I heard him. Perfect. Great. I turned That's... the ship into uh into uh. Oh wow, this is great! You guys get to see all three of the modes in one episode. <laughs> it turns from defense, and all of the rings go flat against it like a little saucer, and we start zooming towards the distress beacon. Oh, all thank right. God, it's more aerodynamic for space. <laughs> when a cat does like airplane years, but it's a whole ship. Yeah. <laughs> My Rex unconsciously uh... his ears throw back. <laughs> you guys go flying through, flying through the Astro Sea, uh, straight uh, straight towards this beacon. Um, and you see uh, this quite large, actually, uh, space station. Um, you guys, uh, Cletus, Jeebus, and Rebus, do you guys want to uh, describe y'all's uh, humble little home? Yeah, of course. Uh, so this is a, a space station that has been retrofitted to move through space a little bit easier. Uh, and by easier, it is held by hopes and dreams and duct tape. Um, it has a a large, powerful engine on the back that simply just pushes the station further along. But in the class of or the category of spaceships, this is a snail pace. Um, and on the outside of it, you can see uh, some spray paint um, in bad handwriting that says Cletus's charming clinical cabaret and Redis's revolutionary rotational zoo. They uh -oh. always have these horrible names. I, rust bucket <laughs> is the only thing that it needs to be. Like, it's, it's just. Uh, I'm just amazed they remember me. They, they have a me? zoo. They... Well, life partner. <laughs> they remember. Apparently, me. you're. You've been invited to the family. Wait. Oh yeah, he's uh, been. To, he's been to some of the micro Thanksgivings every once uh, in a while. What's a Thanksgiving? 
Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, you're gonna learn. You're gonna learn. <laughs> Brendan, will you just tie the knot with him already? I it, don't like him. It, <laughs> is this the time? Wow. Okay, wow. Very, very hurt. Very hurt. Brendan, uh, uh, sorry to interrupt, but um, do we know what the distress is? Well, hold up. Someone's in critical condition. Uh, Cletus, what is the distress exactly? Well, uh, you know, we've got this uh, uh, confusing conundrum uh, with Redis. He's he's um, he's he's indisposed. He's a it, it's an indisp it, 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 he's sick. Uh, he yeah. won't let me fix him. You it, you fix parts, not humans. I don't want you to mess with the whole the the human hands and the he's things. He's not human. Well, Wait, the halfling you? things, no, you know. No, no. Oh. oh. <laughs> I I can fix him. I fix the ship all the time. Okay, is he a zombie? Um, is he a zombie? No, no, he, he's not he's walking. Sleeping. Yeah, he's sleeping. He won't wake up. Is he about to turn into? You a will zombie? see the party. The the party will see. The Maybe condition. let me go check. The party will see the condition <laughs> when uh when they get on the ship. But here, I think, is where we are going to uh, end oh our goodness. episode as. <laughs> As awesome. the party runs into these triplets, Cletus, Jeebus, and Redis. <laughs> Jeebus. Amazing. And this and, uh, this distress. Hey, don't knock Jeebus. What could what, what 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 possibly could be going on? Well, you have to find out next time on Stardust and Dragons. It has something to do with the zoo. There's like 20% chance of zombies. That was Christian Hatcher as Brendan Dianhardt, Dan Wood as Flip O'Donnell, Max Morin as Lyrax Proudman, Raina McGuire as Constant, and a special thanks to our guests Illidine and Thorn, playing Cletus and Jeebus. And finally, our dungeon master was Brandon Hatcher. Stardust and Dragons is co-produced by Christian and Brandon Hatcher and Caleb Patrick. This episode was edited by Warren Griggs, if you like our content, the best way to support us is to find us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash speakeasyproductions. There you can find our Discord, art, and special deals on how you can get more involved with our community. For more information, make sure to look us up at stardustanddragons.com. And remember, our adventure is in the stars.